Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Who's excited for the Word of God? Who's excited for the Word of God? Come on, come on. We're about to learn about reaping and sowing. Pastor, let's go. Praise the Lord. Come on. Is that for the Lord? Give it up. One more time, just give him praise and worship, amen. How many have a seed of praise and worship? Amen. How many have a seed of praise and worship? Amen. You want you want to get God excited about your life and you want blessings from heaven? You begin to pour out a seed of worship and praise. That moves the throne of God. That moves the presence of God. Does anybody here have a seed that you can just give God right now and say, you know what? I'm going to sow a seed of praise and worship because I want something to occur in this house tonight. I need somebody that can give God a multiple seed, amen. Provoke, provoke, provoke. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, come on. You can do better than that. Praise him in the hallway. Praise him in his sanctuary. Give God your highest level praise because he is worthy to be praised. He is who he said he is. He is God Almighty, the one that's able. The one is able, amen. If you give, you shall receive, says the Lord, amen. And the only way you can move God's throne is by giving him praises and worship. Hallelujah. You may have a seat, but don't sit your praise and worship, amen. God is a good God. He's a mighty God, amen. And I want to speak to you tonight about the principle of sowing and reaping. Blessed be the name of Jesus. The principle of sowing and reaping this is very important this topic because many of us amen just live life not understanding this principle which is so important for our future even our present today amen we serve a god that can turn things around we serve a god that can forgive amen we serve a god that can just that they can turn our life around and how many been blessed by a god that turned their life around is there anybody here witness that can say i was once lost but until i found the light of jesus amen and he turned it around amen that is just truth spoke on um, being spoken and we know we serve a god that that forgives and, and, and turns our lives away but we have to acknowledge also that there are principles, amen, godly principles in the word of God. And we're not reading the word of God. We're going to miss out on um, opportunities that God gives us to change our destiny and to bless our home and to bless our children and to bless our future. So it's very important that we read and understand the scriptures. But what I'm going to teach tonight, amen, I believe that I am who I am right now because of the seeds, amen, that my parents sow, amen, on giving God the best amen worship and praise giving god amen all who they were amen until this day amen so i am a seed from that product i'm a i'm a blessing from what they sow amen so i believe that what you do today will determine your destiny and your future and the lives of your children amen the decisions you make today amen are seeds amen that we can bring either blessing or curse over your home so we need to understand that every moment that you breathe are you listening to me today or 
are you distracted? Come on. And every word that comes out of your mouth, either the Bible says there is power in your tongue to give either life or death. So when the word of God says there is power in your tongue, it's saying there is a seed in your tongue that can either bring destruction or can bring blessing. I don't know about you, but every word you speak has it. Every action you take is a seed you're planting and they, are, are, they, they will have consequences in the future. So look, my main verse is um, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 and 8. Follow me with tonight, please, if you will. And it says, and it reads, Galatians chapter 6, 7, chapter 6, verse 7 and 8. And it says, and it reads, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked or ridiculed, laughed at. A man reaps what he sows. There is a powerful declaration. That is like what is the gravity is, is a law of, the law of gravity is not going to change. The law of sowing is not going to change. Whether you're a believer or unbeliever, this is a law that will always stand true to what it is. So everything we do has consequences. We, a man reaps what he sows. It says whoever sows to please the flesh which is the carnal self, our nature. We were, we, we, we were born with this nature that, 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 that falls short from the glory of God. Amen. So the flesh is always in conflict, the Bible says, with the spirit. So it says, whoever sows to please the flesh, the world, things of this world from the flesh will reap what? Destruction. So there are consequences when we go astray. There are consequences when we begin to, to, to sow into uh, the things of, of the flesh, the things that our... Our carnal life uh, is asking and craving for, while the spirit in us is craving for holiness, is craving for sanctification, is, is craving for separation, is craving to, to be in the altar to worship God. But there is a conflict, and the Bible says, whichever size you pick will give you a result. You will either get destructions or you, either, or you will get blessings. I don't know about you, but I'm, I know what's happening here, and I identify this battle, and all I want for my home, for my children for my matrimony for my business is blessings come on somebody so i gotta know what the word says in order to be blessed touch your name and tell her it's time to be blessed i don't know if you got a seed to give the lord i'm not asking you for money i'm asking you to sow a seed of worship sow a seed of gratification sow a seed of home humility sow a seed tonight so whoever sows a, flea, a seed a soul to please the flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life in Christ Jesus. Amen. This is why it's very important. I believe that, that we have to understand this concept and we have to, especially the young people today, because when you plant a seed in the ground, it does not harvest, it does not break immediately. It takes time to produce a blessing. So you know there is it there don't you cannot waste time saying I, I can wait for tomorrow or maybe next year or maybe when I get married I'm gonna change my way whatever you're doing right now is going to affect your destiny it's going oh who am I preaching to right now it's gonna affect your future it's gonna affect the decisions you make now it's you're gonna reap either good or bad so it, it, because it takes time to grow Character takes time. Blessing takes time. Career takes time. It doesn't happen tomorrow, overnight. 
You can't just plant the seed and expect the palm tree tomorrow. It takes time. So you, whatever you're going to do for the Lord and you understand scripture, I'm telling somebody right now, you better start right now. If you're young, you better start right now. Hallelujah, because tomorrow is not promised. But I believe that if you sow your seed today and put it in the hands of God, he can produce wonders. So sin is a seed. So Romans, I want you to write down, please, uh, uh, we, we, write in your, app, in your phones or something because this is not for um, you to be a farmer today and, and share the seed with the neighbor and say, that seed that the pastor is talking about is for you. No, you're not going to be a distributor today. You're going to receive it. You're not going to be a distributor. That's for him. That's for her. That's my, my cousin. That's for somebody I know. It's for me. Say with me. It's for me. It's for my pastors in this church. It's for my leaders in this church. It's for the people in this church. Come on. It's for every one of us. This principle is for everybody. Not only for me and for you and for the pastors. It's even for the unbeliever. That's why you have millionaires knowing how to sow and we can't sow. That's why you have people understanding the concept of the word that, that it's better to give than to receive. And they sowing uh, goodness. They sowing uh, to prosper someone else because they understand that it's going to trickle back a hundredfold. Come on, somebody. Whatever good you do, that's what you're going to get back. Whatever you do good, that's what's coming back. If you're doing evilness, if you're doing bad, that's what's going to come back. Come on, somebody. It's not that complicated, but we missed it. So Romans chapter 6, 23 says, for the wages of sin is death. So there's consequences for our sin. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. So whichever route you take, whichever you, wherever you plant yourself or begin to sow a seed, that's what's going to produce. Whether either, either evil or good. If I sow bad behavior, I get bad consequences. Come on, somebody. Am I the only one? If I sow good behavior, I get good consequences. This concept is, 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 is simple enough, right? But we tend to miss it. We have to understand that every decision, we have to understand that one or two days from now, every decision that we plan in our life will make a difference in our future. So we have, we have two, two decisions to make here, either good or bad. Either we please God, Oh, we please Satan. Either we sow towards God or we sow to please Satan. We reap what we sow. So Jesus understood this concept of the, uh, and, and, and he, was, he, he was very familiar with this principle. So he knew that, they, that the, at that time, the farmers, that's all they did. They lived by planting. They lived by, by farming. So he understood that if I talk about seeds, they know that if they plant the seed, they were expecting in return, hallelujah, a prophet, they were expecting in return what they planted. They didn't, they didn't plant a banana to get a, 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 a pineapple. Whatever they planted, they were expecting the harvest for that. Whatever you planting, don't, the Bible said, don't deceive yourself. Don't trick yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Acting like you're gonna, you should be getting blessed when you haven't sowed anything. Or don't lie to you. Expecting a blessing over your home, a covering over your home when you're destroying other homes. Can I get an Amen. So, you know, we reap what we sow. You know, my, I, I have a problem to see people uh, um, do things when, when, it's, when it's convenient to them, but when it's prosperous for them or when it's, it, when it's for their ministry, when it's for their business, but they, do it, they don't do it for others. 
And you know, the problem here is that God, every seed that comes out of you comes from your heart. That's why God examines your heart. Amen. Come on, somebody. I mean, because the seeds that you produce, it, it comes from the heart. So you can't deceive God. You can't trick God. You can't fool God. Amen. So let me be good because it's convenient to me because I need something from you. Because I want to pimp you because I want something of you. And that's not the spirit that God is looking for. God is looking for people that can sow a pure seed. A seed of love because if, whether you bless me or not, whether you help me or not, it's the right thing to do. The word tells me to do it. And I'm just going to sow goodness in your life. I'm just going to sow blessing in your life. I'm just going to give you a seed. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be a hypocrite and just do it because it's convenient to me. And many do it and, 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 and then expect the harvest and they don't see no harvest and they get frustrated. And they get upset say, wait, I'm, I, I'm changing my way and I'm doing all this because now it's my video. Now it's my chat room now is my ministry so let me let me um partner with people but when it was not your ministry you partner with nobody when it was in your thing you partner with nobody come on and you think that god is going to bypass that you think god is going to ignore that god is saying let me look and see if i should bless that ministry let me see if i should bless that business but because you help people when you had the business now that you want another business god is saying i'm not going to bless you because you don't know how to bless others Come on, somebody. You reap what you sow. Oh, let me, let me, let me. Why is this person talking to me? Why is this person, why is this thing over my home? I don't understand why this is on my home because that's all you do. That's all you. If you talk about people all day long and you and bring down people, what cloud you think is going to be over your home? You reap what you sow. Oh, I don't, nobody supports me. When have you supported somebody? You reap what you sow. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Oh, no one get no amens tonight. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. The truth of the matter is, God cannot be fooled. You cannot deceive God. You plant good seeds, you get good seed back. That's why it's important that you make the right decisions now. Especially if you have Christ in your life. How is it impossible that you can't operate like Jesus operated? You, you want Jesus to forgive you and plant the seed on you, but you can't plant the seed on somebody else to forgive somebody. Come on, somebody. And that's why you can't get forgiven. That's why you're, not, you, you're in depression. You isolate yourself. You, you're in destruction because you have not learned how to sow uh, sacrificial seeds to others so it can come back full circle and bless you. Our daily action, our daily, daily decision defines our future many of us are uh, uh, many of us are what we are today because of the seed we, we planted yesterday a way back character wise lifestyle is because of what we kept planting now is is giving the harvest now we're seeing this and we say we and we have this thing that we forget about that stuff you know, we're in Christ Jesus, we're loving Christ, and we forget about the things we did in the past and say, now it's catching up to you, amen? So now we need the blood. Come with me, the blood. We need mercy. Come on, how many know we need a seed of mercy? God, I, I messed up years ago. Hallelujah, I was doing things I shouldn't have done, and it caught up to me. That's people saying, now in the hospital, saying, Lord, what is this cancer coming from? Because you spoke for 30 years. Before you came to Christ, you reap what you sow. But we pray, and, and if God wants to heal you, he will heal you. But not all the time. That's why if we, if we, how many times God spoke to us when we were young and we didn't listen to God and now we want to listen, amen, but we carry some residues and some stuff and some decisions. Not every record God erases from your criminal record. If you stole, you get arrested. Come on, somebody. You reap what you sow. There are consequences for our actions, amen. Hallelujah. If you are inconsistent in, with, with the Lord, people are going to be inconsistent in your life. 
I got four amens. Come on, somebody. Every Christian has the opportunity to do good or to do bad. Every action we take in our life follow, are followed by consequences. And we have to understand this because I don't know about you, but I want to live free. I want to measure every action that I'm going to take. I want to sit down and say, is this going to produce a blessing? Is this going to hurt somebody? Is this going to promote somebody? Am I going to be able to sow a seed that is going to empower somebody, make them smile? Because I'm a godly person. I have the love of Jesus. I should have the grace of Jesus. I you have the, the manifestation of the glory of God over my life that anyone that comes around me won't leave negative won't leave destro destroyed will live, in, will leave in, encouraged empowered happy excited about life amen what can what kind of seed am I producing what am I doing in the kingdom am I blessing somebody or am I cursing people I don't know about you but God is looking for people that can sow seeds that will multiply and multiply the kingdom and spread goodness upon the earth can I get somebody to say amen tonight Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today is the father of tomorrow. What you do today and what you did in the past is your father tomorrow. It's what's governing you tomorrow. It's what's all over your life today. You can't expect to, to uh, uh, withdraw what you have not deposited. I'm not going to go to the ATM and say, oh, oh come on, there's going to be money in there. It's going to be cash. And you did nothing to sow a seed in there. Come on, somebody. You had no deposit slip. Just withdraw. Come on. And some of us are takers and not blessers. Come on. And God is looking for people that can bless and not take. Just spread the seed. I'm, God is looking for people that can say, you know what? I'm just going to spread some seeds. I'm just going to throw some seeds out there and sow some seeds of goodness, of gladness, of peace. Come on. Are there any peacemakers in this life? Is anybody? saying God maybe maybe one of those seeds will fall on stony ground maybe one of them will on uh, 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 rocks and not solid ground but guess what I sow so many something is coming back Touch your neighbor and say, Some, one of my seeds are going to produce a blessing. I'm, I'm just giving people blessing and blessing. And I know the Lord upstairs is seeing the blessings that I'm pouring out. And he's not a God to lie or man to turn around and say, you're not going to bless me. I don't know what God you serve, but God is looking at every action that you do, everything you do. Listen to me. Listen to me. Everything you do 24-7, the eye of God is there. Everything we do. God is writing it down. Check. Should I bless this? Should I not bless this? Many of our actions from the past are following us today. And only the grace of God and his mercy will forgive us and erase those things. But not always. Because if we do it just for, we're hitting agendas and we change for, because uh, and not, it's not pure, it's not true, and we fluctuate and we play with God, then God said it's not genuine, the, 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 the repentance spirit is not real, you, you're still in love with the flesh, you're still doing things that you shouldn't be doing, and God it just allows that the consequences to come after you, amen, so you can, so he can, you can kneel down on the cross and say, God, take this away from me. This is some serious stuff, amen. You can't play with God. But when God examines your heart and knows that your intentions were pure, your repentance was pure, you, you ran away from that sin and you no longer do it, then said, God says, you know what? Whatever he did in the past, let me just erase the whole thing because this is a genuine repentance, conversion. He's real. He loves me from spirit and truth. Let me erase everything. But when you... 
play with God and your fate with God and the seeds you plant is just because you want something from God. You can't deceive God. You can't mark God. He knows every intention. Every hair on your head is counted by the Lord. Who do you think you're messing with? Who do you think you're lying to? God knows you're in and you're going out and everything you do is in the eyes of God. Wow. Mark, look what Mark says. This is, this, Mark says, Mark chapter 7, 20, 21 says, because we have to know that every action, every action we have, every action we take originates from the heart. We have better hearts, unforgiving hearts, and then we tend to sow those seeds like that. Mark chapter 7, 21, 23 says, for from within, say with me, within, our, out of our heart, out of the heart of man proceeds evil thoughts. Perceive evil seeds. Hallelujah. Sow a thought, reap an action. If you can't control your thoughts, you will, you will not learn how to control. If you, if, you, if, you, if you can't learn to control your thoughts, you will never learn how to control your actions. You have to learn how to control your actions. See, do we have a sea of compassion? Do we, have, we have people here that sow seeds of compassion. They, sow, they see somebody in need and are compassionate about uh, uh, um, doing something to change their life, to impact their life, to be the hands of Jesus. Uh, uh, does anybody here have seeds? You know what? The, the, uh, you know, I, I grabbed this fruit, this papaya, because it, it has a lot of seeds inside. And the Lord was teaching me this. That since the seeds come from inside, see all those seeds? But in order to see those seeds, you gotta be broken. In order to be able to produce seeds and give seeds, you gotta be broken. Broken in the spirit, broken in love with Jesus. Amen. Is anybody broken here? Amen. That they can produce seeds, amen, that will multiply. See, all those seeds are inside of you, but God is looking for seeds of goodness, seeds of hope, seeds of opportunity, seeds of lifting up someone else. Amen. I'm looking for people that know, hallelujah, operate in the spirit and not in the flesh. Hallelujah. I need, God is looking for people that can honor, amen, and know who he is, amen, because all of that is inside of us. But what are we doing with our seeds? What are we doing, young people, with your seeds? What are you doing with your seeds? Because we expect all good is going to be tomorrow, but if I don't do it today, if I don't start now, I can't expect results tomorrow. Honoring an honoring seed is a seed of life. Do we have an honoring seed? The Bible says, honor your parents and your life will be extended on earth. Honor your parents with that seed. A seed of honoring your parents, honoring your pastors, and your life will be extended. You know me, when I, heard, when I read that, I was like, I'm calling my dad every day. Every day I call him, my mom, hey, como esta? Yeah, 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 yeah. Seeds. You know why? My life is being extended here on earth. My life is being blessed here on earth because I'm honoring. Come on. You got to be crazy. Then out of your mind not to honor your parents. Not to, that some people don't even have their parents now. Amen. And they're praying. Amen. But you have them beside you. You have them near you. Amen. Begin to honor. That's a principle that is not how it can't change. Amen. You can't alter that. You're going to reap a harvest. Amen. Of dishonesty. Amen. Of not being blessed. Not being covered. If you don't honor the parents that you have before you, young people. You got to be crazy not to be planting those seeds. Genesis chapter 17, 4, 
We see that no, the Bible says that no longer will you be called Abraham, Abram, but your name will change to Abraham. This is when Abraham, hallelujah, was called for, to give a seed. You know, I don't know how many were called to give a, a, a seed like this. And the Bible said that he, the, the Lord said you're going to be father of many nations. But for him to be a father of many nations, he, he had to give a seed that, that will cost them. How many know that we are blessed because the father gave a seed that cost him a high level price? Come on, somebody. It was a, a live seed. Amen. So Abraham, in order to be blessed, he had to give what he loved the most. He had to sow the seed. And when the Lord examined his heart and saw him take uh, and was willing to sacrifice his son, amen, in obedience to God, amen, and plant that seed, the Lord gave, amen, the, the Lord provided the lamb, amen. Come on, somebody. The Lord provided the blessing, but he examined his heart. You know, for you to be blessed, what am I saying? For you to be blessed, you got to sow. There's no way around it. You got to sow. You know, we all pastors, sow what? You got to sow love. I have no money to sow. Sow love. Sow compassion. Sow humility. Sow support. What do you need me to do? How can I help you? How can I cause you to grow? Sow a seed in somebody's life. Sow a seed by lifting somebody up. Come on, somebody. Who am I preaching to right now? Sow a seed of compassion. See, Abraham was tested to see where he's are, where he was. Are you maybe you've been tested and you failed the test? Because God asked you for something and you couldn't give it. Matthew chapter 7, verse 12 says, Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. Remember that. Do to others what you would like for them to do to you. Do you like people gossiping about you? Don't gossip. Because that's what's going to come back. You like people lying about you? Stop lying. You, you want people to support you? Support. The other ministries. Come on, somebody. Do unto others what you would like for them to do unto you. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. So you, this is scripture. You can't go away from that. Look. This is the essence of all that is thought in the law and the prophets. Proverbs 22 8 says, whoever sows injustice reap calamity. Seeds of finances. How about seeds, of, seeds for your finances? Generosity. The, and Luke chapter 6 verse 38 says this. So many of us are saying, I don't have to give anything. You know, the other day, before I get there, seed of, of compassion. Like two weeks ago, there was a, a, one of the ladies in my job. She, she, she's hired to come in from another company. Um, different women come in and to clean and the offices and all that stuff. And this, young, this older lady came this time and, and, and they had worked that prior night on the AC and they had footprints on the rugs and all kinds of dirt all over the place. And I was hearing this woman while I was working, I was hearing this woman, this older woman, um, um, like murmuring and, 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 and almost crying trying to put on the, the vacuum cleaner that goes on the backpack because she had recently had gotten operated and she couldn't carry that thing. And, and she's like, you know, like just like almost crying back there. And I went back there and I'm like, what's going on? And she's, she's I can't put this on and I got to clean all that. And I said, give me that, give me that. You know, let me take it off of you. And I'm trying to take it off. She's like, oh, oh trying to get it off of her. Amen. You know, and, and, and when, when I took it off of her, amen, I started, I just put it on and I, and I started cleaning. And one of my managers and one, the security guy, 
I see him looking at, like, saying, like, this is ridiculous. What is he doing that? It should be her job. You know, no compassion. And then the boss came, one of the managers came and said, you know, you got better, more important things to do right now? Uh, give her that back. And I said, compassion. Give me five minutes because I'm operating right now in compassion. And she got, she went like, whoa, like, yeah, yeah. In other words, I'm like, come on, where's the love? Where's the help? Come on, we're, don't we talk about in meetings that we're, we're a team? We all got to win this together, so where's your compassion right now? And, and come on, I, I stood up for this woman because that's a seed that I sow. And maybe, no, maybe there's nothing in it for me. She's not going to help me. She's not going to give me anything. But guess who sees that? The name is, his name is Jesus. He sees it. And when he sees what you do in secret, he bless you in public. Amen. Those are seeds that we got to scatter for the glory of God so I can't I, you know I can't I have to expect I have to measure everything I got to make sure you know I, I've seen people do things that they should have been doing here they don't they didn't do here doing it someplace else and I say and I say in my mind God is not gonna bless that not because they're not here it's because in in the small things that God trusted you to do you didn't do it You have to be consistent in every, every aspect of your life. You got to be mindful that everything you say, everything you do, there are consequences. Everything. Where you go, what you see, what you say, what you do has consequences. All those actions have consequences. So if you want to stay, you know, we say, oh, I'm going through this. But if you, if you go back and rewind the tape, you will find out yourself what, what got you there. And it wasn't the devil. It wasn't God. It was your decision. Come on, somebody. You know what you did and you shouldn't have done it. And you know the door that got opened. You know you have discernment. You know the spirit of God told you not to go there and you did it. Or not to marry so-and-so and you married them. Or not to do this and you did what you had to do. Then you are paying the price for what? For disobedience. So the Bible says from sea of finances in Luke chapter 6 verse 38 it says give and it will be given unto you. It says give so sow a seed and it will be given unto you. And we, and we don't, we don't want to give. We don't want to give ourselves and we expect to, to receive a, a harvest. It says give and it will be given unto you a good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use it will be measured to you. For how you measure somebody else. Or what the measurement that you put on things, that same measurement. Talk about, talk about the seed producing what you release to produce. The power of your tongue, the power of your action. What you really, how you measure somebody, guess what? You're going to be measured in the eyes of the Lord the same way. That is some scary stuff for, un, for unbelievers. But if you're a believer, you don't have to worry about it because you're operating in the gifts of the Lord in humility and love and understanding. So you have to worry about that. But there are, um, there are believers that are fluctuating and, and forget these principles and think they can get away with it. You cannot get away with it. It will follow you. It will follow you. I remember one day pre preaching in a church, amen, and, and, and because we always saw in everywhere. And there were places that I would go and, and, and people would want to give me a, a love offering. And I'm like, no, you guys need, I, I literally would tell some pastors, you guys need it more than I do. Come on, somebody. 
And they sacrificing the seed to bless me and bless my ministry when I was with the CDs and the records and all that stuff. And I'm like, nah, you guys, I'm good. Don't worry about it. God is blessing me a different way. I sold that seed right back on to you guys. And then there were times because there were times that there was one time that I left this, this church and, and I testified this before. And this guy was chasing me down in his, in, in his truck. And it was because the Lord told him to take some money out of an ATM and bless me and bless me with that money. Amen. And I'm thinking that it was road rage. And I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? He's following me all over. And I parked and he said, man, since you left the church, the Lord told me to go to the ATM and give you this money and you would not stop. And I'm like, I'm chasing you, but here's the money. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was scared. I'm like, what's going on here? Hey, and, the, and then I spoke to my father about that. My father said, you know, when you are blessing others and when you are sowing a seed, the blessing will chase after you and you don't have to chase after the blessing. Come on, somebody. The harvest will come your way and you don't have to look for it. You don't even have to ask for it. The spirit of the Lord will say, that's the one. Bless that man. Bless him. And that's when it takes me to 2 Corinthians 9, 6. And it says, remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generosity will also reap generosity. Wow. When you sow, when we sow seeds of evil, it comes back to you. You guys remember when Jesus got arrested in Matthew chapter 26, 52? One of the men, one, one of the disciples that was with him, they took a saw out and, and, and they wanted to cut the guy's ear. And it says in Matthew 26, 52, but you, and Jesus told them, put your saw back in, in place, Jesus said to him. For all who draw the saw will die by the saw. Whoever draws the saw will die by the saw. What is it telling us there? I'm teaching you guys. What is it telling us? That you die by the soul, you die by the action, or you live by your actions. It, it's saying that it comes back. That's what you use to destroy somebody? That's what's coming right back. That, that's, that's the evil that you are resurrecting. That's, that's, the, that's the demonic spirits that you are giving them a window of opportunity to come to your home. When I'm pointing a finger and saying that person and turning down somebody, that same spirit is going to do a U-turn and come to my home. You better watch what you're saying. You better watch how you open your mouth. It will produce blessings or curse. Right, Raphael? Job said this. Job 4.8 says, as I have observed, those who plow evil and those who sow trouble reap it. This is what Job said. I have, a, I have observed this. I've noticed this. I've seen it with my own eyes. That whoever sows evil, they reap it. Although God forgives sins and forgets iniquity, he doesn't wipe out all the consequences. And that's where we have to be careful. He doesn't wipe out all the consequences. And we live with guilt. We live with pain. Because of what we, the shame of what we did. The spirit of God just is grieving inside of us. We, we have loneliness, confusion, emptiness, loss of purpose, loss of reward. Because we, we, we fail God. And it's very dangerous for that to happen. You guys remember when, when David, you guys know the Bible, right? When David sinned, the man after God's heart, when he sinned against, uh, uh, with Bathsheba. And God sends the prophet in 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 10. 
And David, and, and, and he, he tells him his life. He told him what he did. And he falls to his ground, to the ground, crying, oh, my God, that's me. I, I messed up. He, Lord, forgive me. But guess what? Nathan told him. He said, you know what? The Lord forgives you. The Lord forgives you. But the sword will never depart from your home. God forgave him. How many have been forgiven? But sometimes, sometimes our action is so evil, that seed was so evil, that God says, I forgive you, but the, there is consequences for that. How many, how many have done th things in the past that know that, that it's still kind of like trying to follow you and chase you down? I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Come on, come on. Let, 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 let's, let's lift up a standard in the name of Jesus. Let's turn it around in the name of Jesus. Amen. Maybe we were ignorant back then. Maybe we didn't have no knowledge of the scripture. Let's ask God. God, forgive us. God, help us through it. We don't want that sword to stay in our homes. We want to be free. Because there were consequences. Although God kept David in the kingdom, although God forgave him, his child with Bathsheba died. His son betrayed him. As a matter of fact, the Lord said, the prophet said that your wife, Bathsheba, will be shamed by Israel. The same thing you did to that, your wife will be shamed by Israel. The same thing you did will come back to your home. Think about that. How many are peacemakers here? The Matthew chapter 5, 7 says, Bless other peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Do you have a, are you, are you producing seeds of blessings? Of peace? James, you know, God is a God of peace. And James 3, 18 says, Peace, Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. I'm asking God uh, for us to, to think before we act. Think before we talk. Because there are consequences. Treat people with love, with respect. Honor everybody. Love thy neighbor. Love your enemy. Those are seeds that God is looking for us to produce as a church. And as, as people of God, for your matrimony, for your, for your home, for your life, God is watching everything we do. And it's time for us to understand these, these godly principles. Because I believe without a doubt in my mind that the only way we are blessed is by living with this, with this principle of understanding that everything I do matters here on earth. And it's being written in the book of life. Everything. Everything. When you think this, this little thing is, is not righteous and it's evil, think about it before you do it. If you want your home to be in peace, if you want to be prosperous and protected in your business, in your, in your, in, 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 in your children's generation, I mean, all that stuff, what we do now, now, is important. Matters. All of that is seized. That eventually, it's going to crack, surface, and you're going to be like, why am I going through this storm now? But remember six months ago, that seed you planted? Remember that? That explosion reaction of this? It's just coming back. It's just the way it is. Don't give the enemy an opportunity. It's not going to be a good seed. And I had all the right to say it. I'm like, God, I'm just going to put it in your hands. I'm not going to release that because eventually it's going to come back to me. Learn how to protect your life. Protect your, your, your space. Protect your home. Protect. Don't give, don't give the enemy access to resurface. Because when you throw a seed of evilness, of wickedness, the enemy takes it. 
and said, thank you. Let me birth this out. And let me manifest this. You did that. It wasn't God. You planted that. He just watered it really quick and expedited it to bring trouble upon your home, to take the peace away from you, to divide, to destroy, to bring conflict over your home. But guess what? Your mouth produced that. I learned in my marriage, and be all oh, you're weak. I'm not weak. But I learned in my, in my marriage, and this next month, it'll be 30 years, that selective with my seeds that'll come out. My seeds that are, I could be under pressure, I could be right, but I'm saying, God, give me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, because the seed that comes out of my mouth, it has to be on point. It has to be Christ-centered. It has to be godly. It can't be no emotions with it. It has to be the one that is going to break whatever is there. And it's unified. It's, gonna, it's just going to produce so much blessings. So I'm very extremely careful what I say. Careful what I say. What see I allow my boss to have in her hands. That's why I got a breakthrough because of your prayers. Did I testify that? Oh. Well, on Thursday, my boss called me to her office. And how many know that all of you guys have been planting a seed of prayer for my, on my behalf not to work on Sundays, right? She called me Thursday, sat me there, and throughout this whole journey, I kept quiet and I kept trusting the Lord. And she says, you know what? I'm calling you to the office to let you know that I, I want that weight to be lifted up for you. Don't worry about Sunday. We're going to figure this out a different way. We're going to honor that your pastoral position in your church you know don't worry about it i don't know what's going to happen two years from now next year but right now you don't have to worry about working on sunday we got you covered come on who did that your seed amen in the ground produce a miracle amen and not only your seed my actions on how i handle the situation standing firm in the things of the lord and not causing a battle in my in my in my job and letting god fight my battle and releasing the right seeds out of my mouth. Not bitterness. But hey. God will resolve this. I know where I stand. So let me know. With a nice tone of voice. Let me know. Because then I have to make a decision. On what I got to do for my life. Because my God comes first. Just simple like that. See. And God took it. And I passed the test. And he, made, he, gave, a, he gave me a breakthrough. But I can't take the credit. I, can, I, I just know God did it. With all of you guys sowing a seed together, we can make it. Amen. We can be better in Jesus' name. Amen. Give God a hand. Praise for that breakthrough and for that miracle. Amen. I pray for you to be blessed tonight. I pray for you that this word shared tonight. I believe in, I believe without a doubt in my mind. Maybe it's not a word to put you to jump up and down or that stuff, but it is a godly principle that we have to study it. We have to understand it in order to live a productive, beautiful, wonderful life in Jesus. And allow harvests, good harvests to come your way, blessings to come your way. There's no other way. So I pray, Father God, bless your church, bless each and every one of us, God, that we may understand this principle, this godly principle, God, that you would examine our hearts every day, every day God. That we will respond with wisdom and, and love, amen. And not be caught, amen, by the enemy, amen, in the flesh to produce an ungodly seeds, God. In the name of Jesus, give us peace, God. 
Give us, give me, give us your protection, God. Give us your strength and your power. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray this. And if you don't have Christ.